Welcome to the Lab Talk, where we walk the walk and talk to talk about all things crypto. I'm your host, Tristan, and I'm joined here with Kareem. And today's day is January 20th of 2022. So let's go ahead and jump right into this without further ado. All right. So today we're going to be talking about Chainlink and the vision of cryptographic truth. Now, before we get into all that juicy stuff, Kareem has a quick message to share with us. Go ahead, bro. So if you're joining us on Anchor or YouTube, uh, check out our links below where you can learn to buy, sell, and store your crypto. We have links to our Coinbase, Crypto.com, and Ledger uh, referral links. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, all that juicy stuff. So if you're not, if you don't know what's going on in Cryptoverse, I mean, you could go ahead and check out those links. All right. So let's start off with today's prices in the top 20, the top gainers in the top 20. All right. So we have Bitcoin currently trading at. 43,200, call it $43,300, currently up 3%. Ethereum up 4% today at $3,246 or $3,246. And then if we look at Cardano, I know this one's a big favorite of many, it's been sitting dormant for the longest time, but currently up over the past seven days, up 11%, currently trading at $1.41. Wow, we have a lot of green in the markets for today. No red, no red, all that being said. Nice, looking real good. Actually, as a matter of fact, Near Protocol, Layer 1 platforms made its way in the top 20. Really interesting because I've been watching this coin ever since it was trading at about what? Uh, I want to say seven bucks, more than 100%. It's more than uh, up 100% um, since the last time I've seen it, which was around December 21st. So that's pretty good. That's pretty good. All right, so let's go right into this. We have a lot of stuff we want to talk about, but before we go ahead and talk about Chainlink, let's Kareem has a real quick uh, excerpt he wants to share about the uh, NFT space because I know he's really uh, versed in this space. Yeah, so the NFT space has been having a new uh, bull run, especially the historical NFTs with the birth of or the rebirth of the Crypto Skulls uh, NFTs. Uh, Tristan, if you want to go ahead and search those up uh, to share it with the people on YouTube. But uh, basically, um, NFTs like rare curio cards, um, you have crypto punks, crypto skulls, crypto cards, and spells of Genesis. All of those have seen a good run up in price uh, due to the rebirth of the crypto skulls NFTs. So these are actually the second NFTs uh, ever, or that, sorry, uh, let me uh, rephrase that. These are actually the second uh, profile picture NFT collection ever uh, behind the CryptoPunks. Um, and these were discovered about like uh, three weeks to a month ago. Um, so if you check OpenSea, you'll see that they're listed in the uh, top gainers uh, for like collections. And um, yeah, uh, check out those out as well as uh, Rare Pepe's, which is another... Um, yeah, let me pull that up too. Historical NFT collection. Yeah, so um, would it be, okay, so for those of you joining us on um, YouTube, you could obviously see what's going on here. For those of us joining on Anchor, I have, I, I believe I actually had the wrong Rare Pepe's. Yeah, up. so for Rare Pepe's, uh, you have to search each card. Um, I actually recommend the site rarepepe.wtf. Uh, instead of using uh, uh, OpenSea yeah. for that collection. Yeah, for time's sake, I won't go there right now, but I'm pretty sure 
you know, and people understand what it is that we're talking about. So I'm just looking at the top collection over the past seven days. Uh, we look right now, sitting at number one, we have HAPE. This is a new one to me. Um, Prime sitting at number one, Board 8 Yacht Club, currently down 24% from, you know, its, its prices, its floor prices it was trading at. And then we have Mutant Apes at number five, right? And then as Cream mentioned, we have CryptoPunks, which is a historical NFT piece. Um, these, what's the floor price on these bad boys? Oh, it's not showing me no floor price right now. Yeah, but, that's what see for you. <laughs> yeah, see, we have all types of floor, floor prices. Like this one, 0.14 ETH. Uh, this one, 23, uh, 23 ETH, excuse me. Then we have another one at 36 ETH, right? So it's a wide range, wide ver variety, excuse me. But um, nonetheless, get yourself, a, if you can, if you can, obviously, get yourself um, some some NFTs, right? Oh, um, yeah. Other, other news in the NFT space, uh, Instagram and Facebook, uh, along with Twitter, will be integrating NFTs into their platform which was some big news that was released today. Um, Twitter is actually rolling out uh, the NFT uh, integration as we speak. And then uh, Facebook and Instagram announced that they would be doing the same thing, uh, of course, copying Twitter, but um, it's all good for the, the space in the long run. And I think NFTs are gonna be the first uh, big onboarding um, segment for the everyday individual. Yeah, you know what? It's so funny because my wife, um, she just got into the crypto space and all that stuff. And guess what? Like she got in through NFTs, like her interest was in NFTs, like the thought of creating something uh, and then posting online and, you know, being rewarded or being incentivized for it, for it, excuse me. Um, she thought that was like, you know, a really cool concept. And, um, you know, there's just an article published by Yahoo Finance just the other day saying that, you know, the way to get women into crypto is by NFTs. I mean, it's like, well, there's no coincidence there, right? Whatever it is about NFTs really draws females. So, you know, we know that the crypto space is dominated. I would say 80% of it's dominated by, by males and there's a lot of male influence, but, you know, it's always good to have some females in the game. You know, it doesn't hurt um, to have, you know, everyone in this space, right? So that being said, yeah, check, if you're a female and you're listening to us right now, check out the NFT space because you know what, that might be your gateway, that might be the hook for crypto for you, right? So yeah. yeah. Like, for example, I know the World of Women uh, NFT uh, um, collection is pretty popular. Yeah, I uh, just passed it. Yeah, yeah, number 11. Yeah, here it is. Yeah, that's a real popular uh collection for the female group uh i i think reese witherspoon owns one so if you check out reese, reese witherspoon on twitter uh her nft or her profile picture is an nft from this collection oh nice nice that's pretty dope yeah looks like the floor price for these are sitting at 7.75 ETH. nice so females ladies grab yeah. yourself one of these get yeah if you got a rich husband or if you're rich <laughs> Go ahead and pick up a world yeah. of women nft <laughs> exactly exactly it's pretty dope in other news came across this article the other day crypto job posts on linkedin rocketed by 395 percent call it 400 percent in the year 2021 now what's crazy is that um before i even get into this article so um i took a course by ivan on tech um a couple months back and um didn't complete it 
actually let my subscription run out full transparency but i have to resubscribe to that but um i was looking into that for a little bit and if you guys don't know who ivan on tech is he's um you know one of the largest crypto youtubers out there has a huge platform huge following um so go ahead and follow him it's not again it's not a sponsor um for ivan it's you know just sharing information sharing knowledge with you guys but um yeah he has a course out and you know with this course you could uh pretty much learn how to become a coder if you have no coding experience you can learn how to you know uh, uh what c plus plus what java is what solidity is learn all these different coding terms um and become a developer a dev in this space right and there's definitely definitely demand for devs software engineers in the crypto space right um as this article says 395 percent linkedin like you know, crypto job posts, excuse me, on LinkedIn skyrocketed by 395%. That tells me that year over year, we're seeing growth. Not only that, that tells me that there's plenty of opportunity, right? Think about it like this. When we go into the bear market, which will come, you want to be earning some type of income. Although your, your coins aren't going up per se, or you could be, you know, staking, you could be, um, uh, earning some yield from one of these D5 platforms, but it's also good to, you know, have a hand in the space or yeah, have, yeah, have a hand in the space and help design and, and build these platforms. Because one thing I noticed about the cryptocurrency space is that, you know, the people who've made the most amount of money is not the trader. It's not yeah. the, the, the YouTuber, it's the builders, right? Vitalik, you think of uh, CZ, you think of um, Anthony Delorio, guy based out of here in Toronto. Um, you know, he's another guy, uh, all builders in his space, right? And the builders yeah. have the most, the highest net worth, call it that, and, you know, have the, the least risk in that, in, in that regard. So something you definitely want to jump into. But as this article is pretty much saying, you know, it wasn't just a bull run for um, price last year. Charisma Crypto outstriped price action in 2021 as crypto job searches soared by 395% in the United States alone, according to LinkedIn. That's just the States. Imagine, imagine countries like, I don't know, say El Salvador, imagine countries like, you know, uh, uh, Africa, anywhere in Africa, Nigeria, right? Um, these, these third world nations essentially need crypto and, you know, essentially it's providing opportunity for the individuals who's unbanked, right? Yeah, and a quick side note, I just want to give a props to El Salvador for being the first country to uh, integrate Bitcoin on a large scale. Um, that was pretty revolutionary and like a big move by uh, Nabib or however you say his uh, first name. Uh, like it took some courage to be the very first country to adopt Bitcoin as a national currency. So uh, I just want to give props to him on that. I think uh, he's going to be a real like they're going to see him as a visionary in the space uh, come 10 years from now. Yeah, most definitely, most definitely. I, the way I look at him is like, he's like the Elon Musk or the um, Steve Jobs for for a presidency in um, El Salvador and politics, call it that, you know, because yeah. he's, he's people don't see it now, but, you know, 10, 20, 30 years down the line, people are going to be so grateful at the very fact that this guy went ahead and opened up you know, made Bitcoin legal tender for the country. You, you know, you don't even know what, what that could do for El Salvador, right? And, um, you know, I believe like a lot of countries, first world nations could do this right now, but you know, there's regulations, there's, there's, there's non-believers, but for an individual or for a country like uh, El Salvador, where it's not, 
you know, a first world nation or it's not like the United States or Canada or the UK, you know, that right there could get them up in that ranking in terms of GDP. And um, yeah, the outlook is looking great for El Salvador, right? Um, correct me if I'm wrong, Kareem. Didn't um, El Salvador reward its citizens? Like, wasn't there some type of incentive for um, coming to El Salvador or um, living in El Salvador and transacting in BTC? Maybe you could. Yeah, yeah. So uh, they did get uh, tax advantages. Uh, there's no uh, federal tax uh, for uh, crypto, or yeah, no federal taxes across the board, actually. Um, and like they get like a 10% discount on taxes if they pay in Bitcoin. And there was a whole bunch of other tax advantages uh, along with that. Uh, I don't remember off the top of my head, but um, yeah, there's a lot of benefits to living in El Salvador. Yeah, especially yeah. for cryptocurrency investors. Yeah, most definitely. I'm actually trying to look for the story right now. I don't think I could actually find a story. Um, this article says El Salvador plans to create the first Bitcoin powered <laughs> nation. Is tanking the economy? No, that's not it. Yeah, you could tell that's going to be an article that's like yeah, negative. That's <laughs> negative press. Yeah, we don't want that. But yeah, nonetheless, um, you know, it pays to 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 be an El Salvador or El Salvadorian resident um, because you're you know there's some incentives with uh, doing transacting in Bitcoin, right? So yeah, shout out to El Salvador for that. Maybe the rest of the world could take take a couple pointers. All right. Crypto.com, positive withdrawals due to suspicious activity, right? Um, you know what? Before we even move into this article, actually, let's go ahead and talk about Chainlink, right? Because we are here all for Chainlink, and I believe this article will actually, like, clear up a lot of space. And, um, yeah, I think this will be a good um, precursor for what, what we're about to talk about. So, Cryptographic truth is the future of all reliable agreements. Now, Kareem, you want to go ahead and explain this graph to our viewers who are joining us on YouTube. And if you're not joining joining us on YouTube, we do have a graph, as I said. Um, to the Actually, yeah, I'll let Kareem go ahead and explain that. Yeah, so uh, for those of you listening uh, to the audio only, uh, what we have here is a graph of uh, cryptographic truth uh, as defined by Chainlink. Um, so on the left-hand side, we have paper guarantees which are probabilistic. And on the right-hand side, we have cryptographic guarantees, which are deterministic. And then uh, on the y-axis, you have uh, no shared truth at the bottom and definitive truth at the uh, top. So um, web three is shifting from the center to the top right, where uh, we have cryptographic definitive truth that uh, could be verified by code. So there's no middleman to trust in those situations. Uh, you just trust code. Um, and uh, just to explain the graph a little bit further, is uh, on the top left, uh, we have Lehman Brothers and Enron, who were not necessarily trying to be, um, uh, how do you say it, um, nefarious. Uh, I think that's a, uh, uh, our, what do you call it? <laughs> our word of the day, yeah, <laughs> you have Lehman Brothers and Enron who were not necessarily trying to be bad actors, but um, they uh, had paper guarantees that ended up failing. So uh, even if you have like something written out in uh, a contract and you're trying to be a good actor, uh, the, uh, those contracts still can fail because they're not automatically executed by code. Um, and then on the bottom left, we have stuff like Wirecard and uh, Bernie Madoff, who were uh, intentionally uh, bad actors. Scammers. Um, 
Yeah, scammers. <laughs> scammers. Yeah. yeah, scams. Yeah. So um, those are like situations that like uh, are the more scary type situations, and you want to avoid. Uh, you have fake news down there, uh, fake apps, uh, people that try and steal your money, um, and that's what we're definitely trying to shift away from. Um, in the bottom right, we have a situation like we have stuff like end-to-end uh, -end encryption like Telegram, and then we have like the banking system, uh, which um, has some sort of encryption, but it's not like very high level encryption. Uh, and like those encryption, um, how do you say that? Those encryption networks are um, centralized. So um, only one party owns the, the rights and like owns the information inside of like those encrypt encrypted uh, networks. Um, and then, of course, in the top right, we have the shift from Web 2.0, uh, which is um, more centralized systems, to uh, Web 3.0. Uh, so, uh, Tristan, do you want to go more into yeah. that cryptographic truth curve? Yeah, 100%. So, essentially, the goal is, right, just like Kareem mentioned, right, Bernie Madoff, that whole Ponzi scheme that he was running way back when, you know, that was an outright scam, right? And that was based on paper guarantees and no shared truth, right? Which is the, which is like the, the furthest corner of this graph where, where the world is trending because of Chainlink or no, sorry, let me say this. Where Chainlink is bringing the world and DeFi, it's moving over to a space of, <clears throat> excuse me, definitive truth and cryptographic guarantees. The bottom line is this, do not trust, verify, bottom line, right? Because the thing is, if you're going ahead and trusting, like we've been trusting the institution, we've been trusting banks uh, with our money, right? And a perfect example is the 2008 financial crisis with all those subprime mortgages, right? Essentially, Wall Street was bailed out and the, and the actors on Wall Street, all they got was a slap on the wrist, right? We're moving away from that model because no disciplinary, nor no correct disciplinary actions were carried out. And now you have a whole bunch of people that just made off with millions upon billions upon trillions of dollars, right? And all this money just disappeared. Uh, essentially, the government, or not the government, excuse me, Wall Street and these big banks were, were over leveraging themselves with giving these people, with giving people loans and, and, and mortgages. But what happened was with these individuals being lent these mortgages, they were the ones that had to bite the bullet and, and, and experience the repercussions of one, not having a house, two, going broke, three, financial uncertainty, right? So that was based off of paper guarantees and no shared truth. No one was able to verify what they had going on. Had there have been cryptographic truth, had there have been cryptography that would have, or blockchain technology back then that would have verified every transaction done, this would have stopped a very long time. This wouldn't even be- Yeah, it wouldn't even happen. be possible. Yeah. It'd be impossible for this to happen. There'd be no 2008 subprime mortgage crisis. Right. The world yeah, wouldn't have seen a recession or anything like that. Right. Yeah. And that's the whole thing about uh, Chainlink is it makes it impossible for um, bad actors to even act because like you're you verify the like the contracts right there in the front um, and you verify the code. So like um, there's actually no way possible for a bad actor to uh, take place uh, inside of that network. Exactly. Exactly. So now if we're looking at web 2.0, so for those of who are, for those of you who are listening, um, I'm going to have cream, go ahead and share what web 2.0 is. Yeah. Web 2.0 is stuff like Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook. 
those are centralized um, platforms uh, where uh, you have ability, like you have uh, some kind of connection to other people around the world, but it's on a centralized system. So um, you don't own your information on those systems. Uh, they own your data and like they're able to sell it to other people and make money off of it. Exactly, exactly. And what Web uh, 3.0 is, is essentially is you have rights and access to your to your content. So think of it like a decentralized internet where yeah. I could pretty much, uh, what's, a, what's a great example? Ethereum name service, right? If you own the rights to your name or you have this, this domain, call it that, right? Mine, for example, is tristanalexander.eth, right? With that being said, I could... I could um, transact or people could send me and I could transact from my, my web three um, address, my, uh, my, excuse me, my Ethereum name uh, that is right. And, and yeah. like I said, like I mentioned earlier, web 3.0 gives you access to your content. Uh, your, your content can no longer be censored. It can't be taken down. It's not centralized. Yeah. It's not held by any third party. It's totally owned by you. Yeah. And you also know what you're signing over, which is the big difference. Like whenever you sign a transaction with your wallet, it shows you straight up like, hey, this is what information you're signing over. Are you sure you want to sign this transaction? And you go ahead and click sign um, and then the transaction goes through. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, we, we think of some C5. Uh, um, and for those of you who don't know what C5 is, it stands for centralized finance. So C5 essentially... Um, is a platform like Celsius, BlockFi, um, Nexo. Those are all CFI platforms. Again, you know, yes, they are cryptocurrency platforms, but in the same breath, they're centralized finance, right? And then we look at DeFi platforms like the Aves, and then we have um, Anchor by um, you uh, by the Terra Luna platform, right? Um, these these are totally decentralized, decentralized. Excuse me, algorithmic um platforms i believe there's actually this is just some real quick alpha alpha drop i can give to you guys um there's this new protocol coming out i believe it's in its seed or private funding round it's called shade protocol um it it essentially does what terra luna does so with, with the terra luna platform what happens is every time um us uh anytime uh usd ust which is us dollar tether is created what happened is what happens is the terra luna is burned right so causing uh demand or supplies to go down right so the same thing with shade the shade shade follows the same uh platform or same practice where in this regard it's private so imagine that privatize algorithmic decentralized finance i believe this is the future for finance as a whole, right? Obviously, we're not there yet, but I believe this is where we're going into, right? So, quick alpha drop for you guys, and yeah, that's the future of cryptographic truth. You know, a, a reliable agreement that all parties can agree on, right? But moving right along, let's go ahead and talk about the opposite, or not so much the opposite, but CFI and the power of CFI and what it's able to do. Okay, so. Crypto.com positive withdrawals due to suspicious activity. Dogecoin founder Billy Marcus noticed a suspicious transaction pattern on EtherScan that prompted the company to halt transactions for the time being. 
Now, this is exactly what we're talking about, right? When you have your money, your crypto that is locked up on these exchanges like Binance and you know Coinbase and Crypto.com, what happens is you do not have rights, not full, no, let, me not, let me not say that, not rights, but you don't have full access to your money, right? Just like with the banks, right? Yes, you put the money there, but in the same breath, you know, if they if they suspect that there's uh, suspicious activity, they can put a halt on your end, right? If your government, if your if your if your um, regulators in your local jurisdiction do not like the fact that you know you're 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 pretty much on one of these crypto platforms, they will reach out to one of these platforms and they can put a ban and a hold on your account, right? So this is why DeFi is so powerful because no one can ban, no one can put a hold, no one can stop you from transacting because why? You worked for that hard-earned money, therefore, you know, you have full access and full reign. You know, in most cases, while people's um, accounts are being suspended or, or accounts are being, um, you know, being put on hold, it's because of, you know, bad acting, right? You have money laundering and all that stuff. And I'm not saying, you know, I'm not condoning... Uh, bad actors on this platform but you know you want to consider operating on you know a decentralized platform right Kareem, you want to jump in on that yeah because uh in decentralized platforms like you don't have to trust a third party or anything like there's nobody that judges you uh whenever uh you log on to a decentralized platform um regardless of your race your creed your nationality uh, whoever you are, as long as you have enough money uh, to make that transaction or make the trade you want to make, uh, you could do it. So um, it doesn't matter about like your history or anything. Uh, there's like absolutely no judgment. It's just um, a code. Yeah, it's just straight up code that allows you to do whatever transaction you want to do. So um, that's pretty revolutionary because we're so used to going through a third party that judges us based on uh, different demographics like even our credit score and stuff like that. Um, so like on the future of like transacting is these decentralized platforms that are open to everybody. So like that way, everybody um, could contribute to the economy. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, so that being said, that is all we have for you today. We're keeping it short and sweet. Not gonna overwhelm you guys with too much information, but if you would like to, go ahead and check us out on, at CryptoLab.ca. Um, there you could find out more about, you know, becoming a private member, joining us on our, on our journey. Um, we are in four different countries across the world with uh, 50 plus active members. Um, so yeah, you know, this is something you definitely want to check in, uh, tap into because you know what, we believe that cryptocurrency is here and it's here to stay. And more than anything else, you know, we could we could definitely help you guys out. And you know, any closing remarks for you, Kareem? No, uh, that that's it for me. Yeah, man. So you know, if you like, I said, if you you know want to join a community of like-minded investors, once again, it's CryptoLab.ca. Um, you get free one-on-one coaching uh, and investment ideas. Again, we we do not accept funds from no one. We just share our knowledge. Everything that we give to you today is just. Uh, for entertainment purposes, you know, not financial advice. And, you know, we offer several resources um, for, for um, education purposes. Uh, we have courses on Bitcoin, soon to be releasing courses on uh, NFTs, the metaverse, Web 3.0, and things of that like. 
So um, yeah, make sure if you're tuning in on uh, YouTube, make sure to go ahead and smash that like button down below. Subscribe to the channel. And again, if you're on Anchor, you're listening to this or Spotify or whatever platform you're on, go ahead and leave us a five-star rating and leave a like, a nice comment. That would be great. Again, it's CryptoLab.ca. You've just tuned in to Lab Talk. I'm Tristan. You're Kareem. I'm Kareem. There you go. And we're out. Thanks for tuning in.